11th hour, the Lord, the trials started. The Lord Jesus went through six trials between midnight today till tomorrow uh, before the cross. Three, three of these trials pretty much were overnight, during the midnight, during like overnight before the sunrise. Uh, this is where the Jewish trials. The first one we saw here, it was uh, by Annas. Annas was a high priest before, but he was not the, high, the current high priest at that time. He was an elder priest, and then he sent the Lord Jesus to Caiaphas, which is the current high priest. And early morning, the council of the Sanhedrin was gathered to check and uh, make the last trial to the Lord Jesus before sending him to the ruler, which is Pontius Pilate. Everything happened in the darkness overnight. This is exactly what the Lord said when they came to the garden to seize him. And this is like, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. Everything happened in the darkness. Uh, so I just want to make a, a comparison between the sight and the insight. There is a big difference between the sight and the insight. The sight, what these high priests, the elders, the chief priests, saw in the Lord Jesus in the past few years, they saw a prophet, a teacher, rabbi, doing a lot of miracles, raising the dead. But they, they saw also someone breaking the Sabbath. They saw someone that having everyone going after him. This is what they saw. This is the sight. But yet they didn't know him. These are the people who knew the prophecies by heart. These, the peop these are the people who know, like, all the Old Testament and how the, should the Messiah look like, how would he say, what would he do. And the, finally they found that, actually, the Lord Jesus, people started to follow him, people started to love him, people started to, un like, be attached to him, not like them. And they decided, this, this guy has to die. He's taking off the carpet from un, under our feet. And the Pharisees, they felt that they are endangered because they were making a lot of money and they had a lot of business back, in, back then in the temple. But having the people, leaving them, going after the Lord Jesus, this would, like... Well, we'll ruin their business, let's say. And last Sunday, they gathered among each other and said, the Pharisees therefore said among themselves, you see that you are accomplishing nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. We, we accomplished nothing. We, didn't, we were not able to attract the people. We, didn't, we were not able to get these people around us. So they decided this man should die. They found every single reason to falsely accuse him to die. This is what they've seen. This guy cannot live among us 
and they tried to find anything to accuse him with. They found, tried to get false witnesses. They tried to accuse him by blaspheming. They tried to accuse him by breaking the Sabbath. A lot of things that just by sight they could not understand. This is like what the prophecy of Isaiah 6 said. And in them to the pro- this is what St. Matthew quoted uh, on Isaiah 6. And then the, the, Isaiah, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand. They did not understand his teaching. And seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard to hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so I should heal them. So... This is exactly what, what concluding the situation and the position of the high priest in that night. The, part, the, the, the top of this high priest situation happened when they accused the Lord Jesus and the high priest torn his clothes, which is, is complete and fulfilling the sign that the priesthood of the Old Testament is discontinued at this moment. Accusing the Messiah, touring the high priest's clothes, that means the priesthood of the Old Testament is discontinued and ended at this point. That, let's go to St. Peter. I, you heard a lot of sermon about St. Peter, about his denial, about his repentance. But I just want to focus on one thing about St. Peter in, at, tonight. You heard the four Gospels. Only one Gospel mentioned something really deep, which is St. Luke. Like after St. Peter denied, there was an eye contact between the Lord Jesus and St. Peter. And this is what I'm going to talk about, the insight. So the sight of the Pharisees didn't get them deeper or in real knowledge with the Lord Jesus but the insight of St. Peter. This eye contact, what did it make to the Lord, to, to St. Peter? I believe that this eye contact, few seconds, it didn't just let St. Peter recall few hours what the Lord said, that before the rooster will crow, you will deny me. No. Probably it recalled the, all the last three years. Remember, Peter, when I was with you and at the boat and you caught tons of fish. Remember, Peter, when I told you that you're going to be fisher, like a uh, fisherman of men. Remember, Peter, when I told you that you are the rock. Remember, Peter, when you were walking on the water and you started to drown and I caught you and hold, hold your hand. I cannot imagine, like... Those few seconds with eye contact, it recalled tons of memories, teachings, miracles. Even St. Peter himself performed miracles with his own hands. When the Lord Jesus sent the disciples in, in their mission, they came back and they reported, even demons submit to us in your name. So he felt the richness of this life. He, now his insight, yes, 
he can see with his eyes someone is getting beaten. Someone looks very weak. This is the eyesight. This is what he sees. But the insight in this case is different. No, he is my Lord. I cannot betray him. And that's what made Peter go outside and bitterly cry, repenting about what he had done. There is a big difference between the sight, what we can see, and the insight, what we perceive, not just the picture that we can see in front of our eyes, but get into more depth with that. What is this for us? Many times, between the sight and the insight, we can see God's work every day in our life. At work, in school, at home, with kids, with parents, neighbors. And sometimes we give credit to other things. We don't see God's hands. We see we are lucky. Sometimes we say it's a coincidence. Sometimes we say, I worked hard, I deserved that. This is like a very short-sighted understanding. This is the sight. But the insight that everything works for good for those who love God. This is the insight. God blessed me. It's by the grace of God this happened to me. And that's why the church make us uh, re- always remember this, that uh, what we, during the litany of the gospel, that whatever we are trying, like a lot of uh, kings and prophets were willing to see what you're seeing, but, you, but they didn't see. But now you're seeing something really different. You're seeing the, the grace of God. You're seeing the beauty of God and His hand. You're seeing, this is the inside. So I just want, I'm going to leave you here thinking about what's the difference between the sight and the insight. And we hope that during like the tomorrow, the Good Friday, during crucifixion, we understand we are not seeing a weak person condemned to death. We are seeing the glorious God putting our, all our salvation on the cross and carrying all our sins paying the debts and the penalty of death on our behalf. And glory be to God forever. Amen. We ask and entreat you, O Lord God and the Father, upon the